At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check us out on Five Reasons YouTube. Post up 5R soon as the game ends, before floor, an hour before every game begins, and, of course, content throughout the day. So make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. That's Five Reasons YouTube. FiveReasonsSports.com. Make sure you spell that one out. The latest takeaways from Brady Hawk and others. He's going to be joining us here on the pod, giving them to you. On the podcast, also a new Dolphin series about what they should do in the offseason from Louis Sung that just hit. We do not have a paywall. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. So many of our sponsors are local here in South Florida. Brady Hawk's appearance today is brought to you by our friend Eric Rubenstein, the official personal injury attorney of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Eric went to St. Thomas down here in South Florida. He's a South Florida resident. He's a big, big Heat fan, but he's a great personal injury attorney, and that's the most important thing here. He can handle car accidents, slip and falls, medical malpractice, and more. You can check him out on Instagram at ask about me. I got you ask about me. I got you. I will tell you, I promise you. I know there's some entertaining personal injury attorneys out there. This is the most entertaining Instagram account. So check it out. Ask about me. I got you. But again, more importantly, he will help get you your money. 954-829-ERIC. That's 954-829-ERIC. That's Eric Rubenstein, the official sponsor of Brady Hawk's appearances here on five on the floor. And now, Tonight's episode. Down uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck the say, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick coming to you from FTX Arena. Here's tonight's floor plan. Alex Toledo was with me tonight, but he won't be on the pod. Greg Sylvander will be back on Wednesday. I've got Brady Hawk. You can follow him at Brady Hawk 305. We're going to go through the five takeaways tonight. After the Miami Heat lose to the Dallas Mavericks, they fall to 37 and 21 on the season. They lose 107 to 99. I just came out of the post-game press conferences uh, that included Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry. So we'll get to some of that. The Heat scored just 40 points in the second half. They get outscored 56 to 40. They were playing tonight without 
Dwayne Denman, without Caleb Martin, without Tyler Hero. Uh, but they did have a lead and they squandered the lead. A couple of news items today just to catch you up in case you missed it. Uh, Victor Oladipo went to Sioux Falls to work out with them to play some five on five uh, to get a little bit closer to his return. That's why he was not on the bench tonight. Also, um, I think most people know by now that Caleb Martin was signed to a full contract for the rest of the season, a regular contract. So he's no longer a two-way. They replaced him as a two-way with Javante Smart, who you may remember from the preseason making a last second shot. He is back with the Miami Heat. And Haywood Highsmith is on a 10-day contract and actually got 16 minutes tonight. But let's go through it. Uh, Your first takeaway from tonight, Brady. Yeah, I just think it should be the broad thing. And it's a thing we talked about on a lot of this uh, is just the late game offense in general. Uh, Jimmy Butler was really rolling in that second half overall. Like there wasn't a lot of positive things offensively from that game, but Jimmy was just grinding things out. It's what he's done a lot this season. When the other guys are not rolling, he kind of just puts them in a position to wait for that punch later on. That punch obviously never came, but he put them in a decent position. Uh, But as the late game stuff came up, down the stretch, it was a lot of the same things. It was Jimmy. Uh, I don't know what the time was left, but he shot a three there. There was some isolations. There was some different things. Uh, but this isn't one of those games where I'm going to sit here and say, like, that stuff is just wrong and Jimmy shouldn't do it. It's more that they didn't have that second punch. And we can talk about Bam later on, but I'm looking on the floor, and I'm looking at Gabe was 0 for 7 from 3. PJ's obviously not that offensive threat late in the game. Kyle's kind, kind of deferring and Bam Adebayo is obviously not getting the ball down the stretch in that game. That one's not on Jimmy in this late game offense. It's just looking around saying, we do this a lot when a certain guy's out, but Tyler was missed in this one because he's getting shots up in, in this type of game. He's going to get the ball and kind of defer and allow Jimmy to mix things up. This was just the same thing overall, uh, stagnant offense. The sets all change. I think this was the biggest tale of two halves because I, my takeaway early on was their offense looked really good. Like the sets they're running, everything was flowing. They were getting everybody involved, even when the shooting wasn't there. Uh, but 7% from three in the second half, I think will do it. Like we could talk about late game offense, but when you're shooting that poorly, you're one for 14 from three and a half. Like you're just not putting yourself in a position to win. But there was one thing tonight. I'm with you that I wouldn't blame this on Jimmy, but I think we see a limitation of Jimmy late in games. And this is something they're going to have to figure out with someone else helping him. And maybe it's Tyler if he plays and maybe it's Oladipo. Okay. But the Mavericks switch size onto him. And this has been a consistent problem uh, late in games. Okay. It was a problem with Milwaukee last year and it's been a problem. It was a problem with Toronto. It's been a problem. And he was asked about it after the game and, uh, and he didn't give the most direct answer on it. I will say Spolscher did Spolscher said more teams are going to do this. And, uh, and, and look, he said, not a lot of teams can, but actually there are seen some teams that can, or at least they have enough personnel to do it. And we saw with Dallas, they put, you know, Claiborne on him. They, the only small guy they had on the floor was Brunson. So they weren't going to switch anybody small on a Jimmy. And that is when Jimmy has problems. It doesn't necessarily have to be a long athletic player, but just size in general, he has difficulty finishing over late in games they needed somebody to create this kind of space. And I don't want to give away one of your later takeaways, but I thought it was a little odd that we didn't see Duncan at all in the last eight minutes of this game. I know he didn't really give them a lot offensively, but I didn't think he was bad defensively early in the game. He was one of five from three. Gabe didn't have it tonight and he wasn't giving you that kind of size. You didn't have Tyler. You didn't have Caleb who might've been an option. Struess was, I thought this was one of Struess's poorest games of the season. So I, 
I, if there was ever a time Duncan was going to give you kind of a little bit of relief space there, it was in this game and not to see him for the last few minutes. I was a little bit surprised by that, but we'll pivot. I want to go to your number two. No, we can actually flow right into that because that is one of them is the Duncan Gabe thing. Because as I said, he was over seven from three. Uh, I understand going with a five defensive lineup. Like it makes a ton of sense because if you're saying Duncan's not having it going and Gabe's not having it going, obviously one of them uh, is a lot better defensively. Uh, but there's a couple of things there for one defensively. We could talk about one being better defensively, but lacking that size. And we're talking about a lot of the size with Jimmy. Uh, a Lowry gave backcourt against a much bigger Dallas team doesn't really make sense, much sense to me anyway. Um, but when you have Gabe going 0 for 7, and you have Jimmy that's pounding the rock a ton. You have Kyle that's obviously dictating a bit. If he's going to play a total off-ball role, which he didn't do the entire game, obviously some of his better minutes came when he was throwing the lobs to O'Mare and he was getting others involved. If you're going to put him in that off-ball role, I don't see a reason not to play Duncan in that way. I think when I'm looking at the offense late in that game and I'm seeing the positions that uh, Jimmy's just resetting the same screen over and over and the guys on the weak side are just pulling all the way over, uh, it doesn't matter if Duncan's doesn't have it going. We talk about the gravity and it's not overstated. That guy is not pulling over if Duncan Robinson's on the floor. It doesn't matter if he hits those threes or not. Uh, so I think that is where we stand. And I think it's funny to look on even on social media and go on Twitter where everybody's talking about Duncan never closes and he doesn't close. And then now you see things turn a bit and everybody's saying Duncan should have been closing tonight. So it's weird. It's like you can't really win either way in a lot of ways. But tonight I will say I agree. I think Duncan probably should have been out there. Yeah, and Alex and I were having this debate uh, while we were watching, and I said, I think you close with Duncan here. He's like, I think you close with Gabe. I, I, I understood it with Gabe at the beginning, but this was not a good Gabe game. Like, and he hasn't had many bad ones like this, but, I mean, the, the turnovers, I mean, the turnovers for both him and Bam late were bad, uh, but Gabe, he just, he just, he didn't have his game. And this was not the best time for this to happen with all the Dragic stuff out there on social media either, because Gabe has been trustworthy in the fourth quarter of games this year, and this was really the first time uh, that he wasn't, he, he basically looked like he was getting pushed around a lot by Brunson. Also, uh, they're carbon copies of each other in some ways. And I Brunson got the better of him, uh, in that matchup. All right. We're going to get to the rest of the takeaways here on the podcast in a second on five on the floor. Before we do, we want to tell you about another sponsor of the five reasons sports network. And of course, that's our friends over at prizepicks.com, the official fantasy sponsor of the five reasons sports network. Use that code five. That's F I V E get your initial deposit match. So you put down a hundred dollars and they'll give you a hundred dollars and you don't have to play it all at once. And of course you don't just have to play NBA either. We know the NFL is over with right now, but you can still play NHL. You can play college basketball. If you like, if that's your game, uh, you play two, three, four five players together from different teams, different sports. So go to prizepicks.com. Use the code five and we have another code for our products. Okay. Five RSN is that code. And for endurance runners, we always tell you to go to get Okay. Endurance athletes of all kinds. This is to replace your electrolytes in a healthy way. That's G E T S A L I S.com. Okay. You can pound as much Gatorade as you want. Okay. But this stuff is better for you and it's made with all natural ingredients. So go to get Use the code five RSN for 10% off there at getsalise.com and at prizepicks.com. Get your initial bonus matched with the code 5, F-I-V-E, the official fantasy partner of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, let's get to the next one, Brady. Yeah, I think it's just the way they defended Luca. We talked about before the game. Uh, you double him, you blitz him, and you make everybody else beat them. The other guys did beat them. Like, it fell right into their defensive plan. When you say that, you're going to have to live with that, and I think they did. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, but I did like a lot of stuff Jimmy was saying after the game where I thought a lot of their rotations were just poor in the second half. Like, it felt like early on, I think... Luca was a little bothered by it. He decided to pick on some stuff and he got it going in the second half. But a lot of it was just the rotations were not the same as the first half. I think that was an issue. Uh, and I don't think uh, there's a lot of hindsight stuff where you say you have such good individual defenders. Why don't you put one guy on Luca and guard the other guys? It's just not that easy because you just can't put one guy on Luca Doncic. Like he's just that good when you're watching these games. Uh, it felt like Spo. Lowry, Jimmy, all of them said the same thing. They said you might not even be able to put two on him. You probably have to put three. He's just that good, and he puts that much pressure on you. Uh, I think they did a good enough job. I think, what was he, 5 of 19? Like, they did just enough to stop him. Uh, but obviously, the other guys, you look down the line, um, at all these other guys that provided, what was it, Cleaver had 19 points, Brunson at 19, uh, Finney Smith was 4 of 7. Like, these others that we talked about that had to beat them, they did beat them. Uh, so I think that's just one of the things you have to live with. Like, they, it wasn't a terrible defensive performance. I don't think it was great in the second half. Uh, but I don't think it's one of those things you worry about long term. But but I will say this. I was a little surprised by Jimmy's response after it. And sometimes Jimmy's a little contrary uh, intentionally, I think, uh, with what he kind of goes after after a game. But but focusing so much on the defense when they scored 99. And, and you know, I, I understand the pace plays into that and all the rest of this. But I, I thought their defense overall was good enough. Like, I, I, I'm with you that the rotations were a little bit slow in the second half. But I mean, most nights, I mean, if you hold, I mean, yes, they made 44% of their threes on 41 threes. And, and again, if you take Dodgers out of that equation, they were what 16 of 34, which is almost 50%. So, I mean, that is too much. Okay. There's no question about that. Um, but, but I, I again, I, I thought that, that defensively they hung in for most of the game. They kind of got their lead. I thought by playing pretty good defense for a while. And, and I just, again, the offense just wasn't there. I mean, I, you know, the offense in the second half, as we talked about, uh, they weren't making threes, which is a huge part of it. And, and, you know, you can't certainly look past just that, but also there were those stagnant moments and uh, you know, and, and also I know something we're going to talk about here a little bit 
is that Bam was going and then Bam was absent again. And, you know, I, you know, he ends up tonight and I know we're going to get to this another takeaway with 19 field goal attempts. You're like, well, that's great. But some of those were kind of doubles on single possessions and, and there wasn't a lot really uh, late in the game, I think. So I, I think that's one that we're probably going to get into as well. Yeah, we can actually get into that right now because that was kind of two things that tie in together. Uh, he was having a really good start. Like it was one of those things where uh, he was just going. Like we talk about all the time about before, if, if is he going to stretch out even more? It feels like now we're seeing the direction that he's going is that he is an inside player. He's a guy that's going to play off the dribble. He's going to beat you off a of face-up. There was the one play early in the game where they ran a Jimmy and Bam inverted pick and roll and Bam just got right by Dwight Powell and laid it in. Like that was the stuff that, makes you look in a certain direction. But I think just how good Bam is in those spots almost hurts uh, when a guy subs in for him, the stuff they run. And the reason I say that is because you look in the third quarter, I brought this up before, and it's that Elmer Gertzman, they try to use him almost like Bam too much, and it gets them in trouble. I think in that third quarter when things were going downhill, uh, Omer did not have a great third quarter stretch. Like there was a couple of times where I think there was the time when he had the strip down low where Brunson came over and there was a couple of things that just did not work well. Uh, but I'm not even putting that all in Omer. Like there was just too many times that they're putting the ball to him in the middle of the floor and making him like almost make bam like decisions. Uh, you kind of have to adjust with the big man that's in there. And I think that kind of got them in trouble. Bam came back in. And as you mentioned, that's the other part of this. First of all, 19 shot attempts in a game that we're sitting here discussing he wasn't aggressive down the stretch is pretty crazy to say. Like, if we're talking about a positive uh, thing to take away from this, if we're talking about non-aggressive late in games and he has 19 shot attempts too shy of his career high, right. uh, it's pretty impressive what he's been able to do. But it is something because, like we said in the first takeaway, it's just a lot of Jimmy. Uh, I think you'd want to see Bam get the ball a little bit more, maybe run some of the same stuff, run some Jimmy Bam pick and rolls and get Bam in the pocket. But it seems like when they do run Jimmy Bam pick and rolls, it's kind of Jimmy just going all the way and they're kind of worried about Bam anyways on the roll. Uh, so it's interesting. I don't really know where to go with that. I think there's some things to go either way, but 19 shot attempts just makes me not going to go total crazy about Bam late in the game. Yeah, I know. I, we're getting a little spoiled with it. Uh, you know, there, there were, there were definite aggressive moments. I mean, he had 21, 12, three assists, just one turnover and two blocks. I mean, and, and he was, you know, he was the only player, uh, other than Jimmy, who was not a negative in this game. Okay. So, I mean, he, he did enough. I, I just still feel like there's another layer to unlock. And one of the things we talked about, and I can't even remember what episode we've done so much content lately, but I, one of the things that Greg and I spoke about the other day was that kind of the next step here is Jimmy kind of trusting Bam to be more of the guy late in games instead of what we saw late in the game today which was, again, more of kind of Jimmy against the world. And, and look, without the Jimmy against the world stretches tonight, they're not in this game at the end. So I get it. You got to take the good with the bad there also. But I, I still think that the next layer for this team is being able to play through Bam more consistently late. And they couldn't just, you know, sort of spam the dribble handoff because they didn't have anybody out there to do it with. <laughs> they didn't have any shooters. All right, I think you got one more, so we're going to get to it. Uh, here in a second. Before we do, I want to tell you about one final sponsor of this episode, a great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, our friends over at CPT of South Florida who have been providing small and medium businesses with the technology they need for decades. They specialize in cloud-hosted phone systems and managed IT. They can do everything for you, though, like this, your entire shop, okay? Whatever you need for IT security, reach out to TJ at 954-966-2766. That's 954 966 
2766. Give them a call there or check out cpt-florida.com. That's cpt-florida.com. They got a promotion, 25% off cloud phone service, including free phones and the first two months of service free. That's 25% off cloud phone service, including free phones and the first two months of service free. Check out cpt-florida.com, 954-966-2766. Deal with an owner, not just a salesperson. Again, cpt-florida.com. All right, bring us home, Brady. All right, I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction on the last one, and I actually want to get your opinion on it because I know you were tweeting about it a little bit. Uh, for starters, there needs to be some perspective that they were missing three of their four bench guys, like of their nine-man rotation. And that was big tonight. Like, if you're looking at this bench, uh, that was a bit interesting. And I know you were tweeting about that they were running the lineups with, I think it was Jimmy first with four undrafted guys. Mm -hmm. And then it was uh, Kyle with four undrafted guys. And it's fun to notice that and point that out. But then it's also like, why is Jimmy on the floor with the four undrafted guys? Like, you're mm -hmm. sitting there looking around and you're seeing Gabe doesn't have it going. Max Struess doesn't have it going. Highsmith gave them a little bit, but obviously there's some limitations there. Uh, and I think the other guy in that, that lineup was Omer. Uh, there has to be a little bit more stagging, staggering there, in my opinion. When I'm just looking around at this, uh, I just don't feel like that should be the way to go. Like, obviously, late in the game, you see Jimmy going into Jimmy mode. Jimmy going into Jimmy mode should be in those type of lineups, not when finally Bam is rested and he comes back in and Kyle gets comes back in as well. It just seemed a little bit weird there with the rotations. I think it's just hard to go rotation and talk about it when this is the nine man rotation you're rolling with. And they only had 10 available guys. Anyway, uh, they had all of their top guys, but still it just felt like there should have been another way to go about this, that we talked about Duncan and Gabe late in the game, but just obviously midway through, it felt like they could have mixed some things up. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, it's one thing when Spo used to stagger LeBron and Dwayne because the four guys coming off the bench were Battier, Cole, Anderson, and Allen. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a little different when the four guys off the bench are undrafted free agents. Um, and, and again, they've gotten good play out of the undrafted free agents. So this is just the thing. I mean, I, I keep talking about the chair next to me at games is always some either national or out of town writer. And today it was, it was, or, or media person. And today it was, it was someone from Dallas and he's like, who is this Omer person? Where did they get him from? And I'm like, and, and again, this is, I mean, for us, this is like normal, like undrafted players playing significant roles for them. And maybe, you know, again, it also speaks to the fact that maybe the national guys should be a little bit more educated about this team down here. It's a whole nother story, which I would recommend everybody check out my episode with Vince Goodwill it was on the YouTube channel. I think we're going to put it on this feed because someone who actually pays attention to the heat, I think you'll, you'll get, uh, you'll get enjoyment out of that. But yeah, I, I do think that that there needed to be more staggering tonight. I think the trust in Jimmy and, and Kyle to make everybody else better is warranted, but there's a great burden with that. And also, I, I just thought that the starting lineup could have logged more minutes together tonight. Um, uh, you know, I, I didn't think this was PJ's best game either. Uh, and I'm not just talking about because offensively, I, I just think generally his impact was not felt tonight. He's entitled to one of these. But, but I will say this is one of the concerns about not having another four to go to because, you know, PJ had some of these nights early in the season and Marquise Morris picked him up a little bit and we still don't know really when he's coming back. So PJ has one or two of these in the playoffs. It becomes a little bit concerning. He's been so great that again, I'm not going to harp on it, but he, he looked and no little, Caleb. Yeah. I know Caleb heard also, but he looked a little lethargic tonight compared to the way he normally is. Um, and again, that's, He's in his mid to late thirties. Like that's, that's going to start to happen here a little bit. All right. So the heat lose tonight. 
107 to 99. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday with the floor is yours. Most likely Thursday. Greg's actually going to be at the game in Charlotte. So he'll actually be covering on site. Check out our sponsors, Eric Rubenstein, our personal injury attorney of the five reasons sports network. Uh, we handles medical mal malpractice as well. Uh, also of course, prizepix.com use the code five gets the lease.com use the code five RSN and CPT florida.com for all of your it needs. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.